0: Welcome everyone to the last astrological ascension forecast of 2021 which has been wow a very interesting year all in all and um, I'm delighted to welcome you all here today and obviously the beautiful Amanda Sebelia who is an evolutionary and shamanic astrologer so as always Amanda thank you so much for being here today and sharing with us your wisdom and your insights so what
1: have we got in store for December? Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, so December is the accumulation of everything, I think, of 2021, Um, just reflecting upon what has happened in personal life, and then the astrology transits. it's just been a year of myth busting for yourself you know and this the transits that are primarily going down december are showing us this where our truth or supposed beliefs is actually an illusion or it's a projection of the shadow and this is something that's hard to even talk about because the mind doesn't want to hear this you know the ego doesn't want to hear this and so it will bring up every argument it can over how it's valid, how it makes sense to it. Whereas the soul, and we'll see with these transits coming through, the soul is saying, look, this isn't in alignment with your evolutionary growth. This isn't what you signed up for. It's time to release attachments. And that's really what we've been doing all year. You know, in the beginning of the year, it's about releasing attachments to maybe um, material security, financial security. And now it's about releasing attachments to these ideologies or even spiritual beliefs or any kind of uh, academic system, anything, any belief, any truth that you have about reality is coming up for um a look see. That's hilarious because well you you guys don't know this but I was
0: just talking to Amanda before we started and basically I've just been having egg- everything that she's just said <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so it's like everything that I ever thought was true about my own belief systems is now uh, if you like coming up to be sort of I don't know it's I feel like everything's crunching through my mind and but I can see it crunching through my mind so I'm not a attached to watch crunching through my mind and like all of my beliefs are sort of going like this and I'm just watching them going I don't know what's going on anymore <laughs> so yeah so basically you're saying it's basically the conclusion of all of the evolutionary work we've been putting in this year and anything that we haven't worked through or cleared or come to uh, recognize in the authenticity of what it is Uh, we'll, if you'd like, do another round so that we can finish the year's work. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, because, you know, um, I consider astrology or the Zodiac Wheel, I call it the Wheel of Life because it's initiating us throughout the entire year and throughout our soul's evolution and our human journey. So we just came from Scorpio, and that was a death process. And Sagittarius helps us birth. it's, it's growth, it's being born and it's expansion. And so there's a huge highlight with Sagittarius energy right now because of this eclipse coming, the total solar eclipse coming on December 4th. So this is where it's coming in. Um, it's, this is going to be a spiral kind of a conversation going back and forth between these two things, because December 1st, Neptune went retro, um, Neptune went direct. Okay. And then Neptune is all about part of it is about helping us see our illusions so that we can get to a higher state of consciousness because we can't get into the high heart chakra or that divine unconditional love, compassion, and grace. If we are attaching to things that are keeping us down, keeping us stuck, we can't, Go forward into 2022 and project these shadows and these false truths out into the external because 2022 is going to be really intense, and it's like game on. It's going to be more intense on.
0: than 2021. It is, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just training wheels. I've been yeah. saying this is just training wheels. The training wheels are coming off next year, so right now. We've got aspects to Chiron and Aries, which is cardinal fire. Sagittarius is mutable fire. So here, Chiron is initiating us into our worth, into bravery, into taking a stand for what you, who you are and going out in the world and being that person regardless if you will be abandoned by the tribe because chiron was abandoned by his tribe yet when he was abandoned he found his greatest gift he found his greatest healing so this is a very um, powerful spiritual journey that we have all decided to be on and the only way we can get through this journey is if we honor who we really are and not just be like oh, no, I'm going to keep this truth because it makes sense to my ego and it seems logical. No, Sagittarius is not logic and reason. It is intuition and creativity. Yeah, that's so, amazing.
0: And, you know, so many people, you know, on the channel and in the, on this journey that, that I talk to you all of the time, we're, it, it's a huge thing for us because we've always been outcasts we've you know we've tried to follow our truth our authenticity our intuition we've always been outcasted so it is it's like a huge rite of passage but i but we're all up to the task because we've done it a million times so (laughs) um you know so it's painful because it brings back you know that back up for us but everybody is up to the task and i i really feel what what you're saying because i'm now seeing so many illusions even in the truth movement even in my own being, um, that I've attached to, basically, or, you know, righteousness that I've attached to that actually isn't truthful. So, yeah, I mean, I think these are really exciting times if we could just get through, you know, the next thing. But I think everybody's getting to a point now where it's not worth it for them not to stand in their truth anymore because they're answerable to themselves. And I think that's the energy that you're talking about,
1: isn't it? Yes. And also, though, with this, see, it's been rough. Oh, the South Node, 2020, 2021 taught me as an astrologer how important the moon's nodes are and how that comes through our ego. It expresses through our ego and our human awareness, right? So Southland and Sagittarius was a lot of people bickering online. My truth is right. No, my truth is right. No, I'm right. You're wrong. And here's why. That's the shadow side of Sagittarius. And so that's a whole part of the thing that needs to be released is that the highest teaching of Sagittarius, Jupiter, is that there is no right or wrong. And that's hard for the ego to comprehend. There's no right or wrong. You might think that's morally wrong, but... There, it just is. It just is. And we are the people who attach meaning to things. And then that's how we get caught up in a lot of psyops. Because I, I, um, I'm i glad you brought that up. But the truth circles, I call them truth circles, the truthers. Um, You know, people who get caught up in these narratives, I got caught up in the narrative for, um, I guess it was, uh, five years ago. This is when I really went deep with this stuff. And then, um, 2021 taught me that those are just, they can be truths, I suppose, but really I feel it's all designed to keep us from the Sagittarius work, figuring out what is our purpose? Why are we here? What is the work that I have to do? What is the meaning for my life? that's the ultimate goal here is Sagittarius is saying the Holy Grail is what you put meaning to life. What are you going to do with this mutable fire that your chalice, you know, this chalice that's holding your spirit, what are you going to do with it? I tell you, I'm not going to be sitting behind my computer and researching some fucking bullshit about the Titanic sinking. You know what I mean? And all the shit that went with that. It's a psyop. A part of it I feel is a psyop and so that's why I feel people, when we attach to these narratives and these truths, it's hard for us to move forward from it because it's designed to control us. It's designed to take over our lives so we can become quantum batteries and fulfill some weird agenda.
0: But it's so interesting, isn't it, as well, because also inherent in those designs is the awakening that what we consider to be the reality is an illusion so there's always the solution within so the rabbit holes are amazing depending how you you know what burrows you go into and how long you stay down there and you know where you come out so yeah that's the whole thing isn't it all of the the psyops have this inherent medicine within them um yeah all of our attachments do so you know you're right there isn't there is no wrong and no right I mean it's just so interesting because a lot of what came up I think for a lot of people this year was evil what is evil you know that was a that was a that was a conversation that a lot of people dived into and and of course evil isn't necessarily bad it's just (laughs) how we perceive it yeah yeah
1: yeah (laughs) so trippy it's just so trippy (laughs) So it's like, who needs, who needs alternative stuff to like trip out. Right. So, yeah. So the Neptune, it's just about myth, um, bubble bursting, just bursting your bubble. Be like, listen, you know, you're not going to want to hear this, but here's the, tr- here's the real truth. This isn't good for you. This isn't in alignment with you. Let's move on. Find something else. And that's basically what it is. And so when we have the total solar eclipse in Sagittarius on December 4th, um, I just want to say to people, this is a 19-year cycle. So you just want to pay attention to that. So What I mean by that is in 19 years, the same, the same kind of energy is going to come around for you. And then in nine years from now, you're going to feel this tension from this energy again. So just pay attention, note it in a journal because this eclipse, all eclipses bring up ego attachments. It brings up emotional habits, um, toxic patterns that we are attached to, we're addicted to, and it's all going to rise up. Now, how it rises up for the individual is completely unique because if you have this eclipse going down, let's say on Venus, then it's going to, you're going to have volcanic eruptions around relationships. So it's all very individual, but the whole point is to bring to our attention what isn't working and where we have attachments and how we can be authentic and truthful to ourselves and be like, okay, yeah, you know, this isn't good for me. Maybe Is
0: it it helpful to look like, so is it helpful for me to look where, what I was doing 19 years ago around this time and then, and then, you know, compare it and see where I've got to. And when I say around this time, it's not the specific date, but it's like, the specific month the specific year what are you looking at when you go back 19 years to look at you know what where your how your life progressed
1: yeah so well wow. i would say you just look at the time frame of this when this eclipse happened so 19 years ago december yeah you know, okay so like- around
0: the same month and everything okay yeah, yeah. wow that's really
1: interesting yeah yeah the- because we're talking about Sagittarius energy, and Sagittarius normally comes around December-ish, November, but you know December-ish. So December, nineteen years ago, and nine years ago, and it's just a spiral. But the spiral always keeps getting better and better and better. It never gets worse. You might stay stagnant though, which is what I'm going to come to later. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I was going to say, yeah, they don't, sometimes they just keep going round and round in a in a loop. But yeah.
1: Yeah. So Sagittarius wants us to expand into our evolutionary states of consciousness, right? It helps us to get into a higher state of understanding and create a new belief system, a new spiritual system that's going to, one, accept us for who we are and become the platform for us to speak our truth from. However, with that, we always have to remember, we have to come from a place of neutrality and not polarity or duality because your truth can be your truth. But the minute we hop on our soapbox and say, my truth is the truth and you have to listen to me and I'm right. You're wrong. That's when it all gets muddled. That's when we get out of that higher state of consciousness. So, you know, it's always a dance. It's always, it's always going to be a challenge because humans love to be right. <laughs> you know, yeah, just, it makes like,
0: us love. feel safe, doesn't it? And
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Part of the yeah. time.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, and it's also social. It's also, um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with this eclipse coming through embrace the change, adopt to it. And then when we are authentic with ourselves, it's going to bring a higher awareness to, Oh, this is how I can fit in with my community. This is what I can teach. This is the voice, the message that I can bring to others who want to hear it. If you don't want to hear it, fine, go somewhere else. I don't care. You know, it's like Jesus said, take your walk, take your mat and walk you know, don't stay around and preach to people that don't want to hear it, you know, it's, it's fine. But, um, so that's one aspect of December. And of course, you know, December is always Sagittarius Capricorn energy. Here we go. (laughs) So Pluto, Pluto is a very intense planet. Pluto's been going through Capricorn for a very long time, um, years. Okay. Years. And he's not leaving until 2025, so we still have a long time. it seems like an eternity. <laughs> We're both Capricorns, aren't
0: we? So mm-hmm. you, you're Capricorn too, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just that Pluto energy. Pluto is intense, intense, and so December 11th, Venus is going to conjunct Pluto at 24 degrees. They'll be right. Together. So it's a Venus and Pluto thing. And right now, she's the brightest star in the sky. So her and Pluto together are casting shadows and projecting our soul's unconscious desires out into the open. However, with Pluto, right? Pluto's our unconscious soul desires, it's the stuff that we're attaching to that we need to release.
0: Okay. So if you have
1: Pluto and Libra, that means that you're going to be a person that's, and I know because I'm Pluto and Libra. So we're going to attach to our partner at some point in our life, or we're going to say, I need my partner to give me emotional nurturance, right? Or support. When in actuality, a Pluto and Libra person is supposed to do the Aries thing. They're supposed to go out and meet their own needs, wants, and desires. But we always expect our partners to do that for us. Right. So with Venus and Pluto getting together in Capricorn, they're going to ask us where we're not taking responsibility for ourselves, where we are not leading ourselves. We don't have to, you know, be a leader for everybody, but we do have to lead ourselves and we do have to know what we value, what we want, our boundaries. And it's about righting the wrongs within ourselves not with other people, how we've been wronging ourselves. And it can be really bad. um, Well, not really bad. It can be really difficult because we'd be like, no, I want this, right? We have these expectations, but Venus and Pluto are asking us to release the expectations that we might have, because you might not really want that thing. You just might be attached to it because with Pluto, if you were born with Pluto and Virgo, Pluto, and Libra, whatever, Pluto and whatever, that means we are in this mystery school. We've been in it for lifetimes. And depending on where it is in the chart, it will show you where your attachment is, where your addiction is, what the thing you can't release. Some of it is children controlling, having control over the children. You know, it, it's all different. So it's going to be an intense energy that's going to wake us up to what it is we need to release and what we need to accomplish for our soul to grow. And And you know, and
0: always when you release anything, you're actually just making, especially expectations, Um, so much space for the miraculous to arrive.
1: True, true. True. I mean, yeah, yeah. This is where the stagnation I was talking about comes from. Um, It's hard to talk about Pluto because it's going to take, it's like a two hour conversation, but in a nutshell, Pluto gives us transformation. And we know when we're in a really intense Pluto transit, when we say, I can't take this anymore. Oh, that's that's me. (laughs) You know, it's a stagnation phase. It's phase three where it's stagnation. <laughs> so there's something that we're not we're attaching to that needs to be released. <laughs> like, I can't take it anymore. well Okay, release the thing that you can't take. I feel you like mind- talking I've
0: just got all these like light bulbs going off in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, I suppose the thing is, is that when you're at the point where you can't take it anymore, that that tends to be the point where you shift. Especially if you're predisposed to do inner work, because, you know, most people watching this, in fact, all of you watching this, you all know it's you. (laughs) Everything that's going on is you. So we all know that by now. We're all okay. We're not all there yet, whatever, but we're all willing to take responsibility or at least have a look at it. You know what I mean? So when you're at the point where you can't take it anymore, most of us, I mean, I know the stuff that I can't take anymore is mine. It's mine that's it. So it's my choice how I deal with that. And I just think that we're all at that point now, aren't we? So it's, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then if you don't, if you don't hear the call to release the attachment, the fourth phase of the Pluto transformation is that this energy will take from you, whatever it is that you are attaching to. So it could end relationships. It could bring on a death of a loved one. You can end up in a car accident. You could lose a limb. Pluto doesn't care. Oh, I'm going to go and like, I'm going
0: into monkhood. I'm going to go and release everything but I'm not going to release it from a state of fear yeah I mean that's quite interesting I suppose the thing is is that what you're talking about is the evolution of astrology it's always working for the highest good and if you're not prepared to show up and do it it'll do it anyway but in a
1: really painful way so yeah
0: yeah yeah I
1: feel it's like the soul's last ditch attempt to get our attention like I've had many friends around me who've gotten into horrible accidents but I could see from an astrology point of view well it's like well yeah you got into that accident because you wouldn't slow down and pay attention to what was really important so your soul just decided to put you in a car accident so you would slow down yeah and attention you know (laughs) and let's
0: face it What we're in right now is like watching a train wreck. I'm talking about the world situation in slow motion, (laughs) isn't it? I mean, that's what it is. It's kind of like we're watching this train wreck and it's like, uh, but you've got a choice to jump off the train because it's actually going and you can see what's coming and you can either jump off the train, you know, and you're obviously going to jump off. You can leave everybody else on the train. You're going to be on your own but jump off the train or do you stay there and like be part of the wreckage? It's like yeah. hilarious, really, <laughs> in a kind of macabre sort of way. But yeah, that's really interesting what you're saying.
1: Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really interesting because, you know, with the total solar eclipse showing us the, the things about our truth and then Venus and Pluto, they're showing us the truth of, Everything comes from source. Everything comes from source consciousness. Everything comes from your soul. And so we need to put more trust and faith and discipline and connecting in with that than thinking that your corporate job is going to give you whatever it is you need, you know? So realigning and putting your trust and faith into what, you know, what it deserves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Capricorn is all about leaving a legacy of love for the future generations, too. So it's it's maybe not doing something grandiose, you know, um, but making a mark on this world, you know, being that high, tight, high tide that, you know, floats all boats. Like, how are you going to uplift yourself and those around you? Because that's the highest expression of Capricorn is that, yeah, you're showing up for yourself. You're being responsible, but you're also doing it in a way for those around you.
0: Well you're talking about self actualization aren't you because the minute you 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 become ensoulled actually you, i mean okay it's lovely to go out there and do you know stuff for humanity but actually if you're ensouled if you're stepping up at your highest self you are yeah. shining the light for everyone and you are leaving a legacy so yeah that's beautiful
1: yeah but you have to be authentic about it. You know, people are like, well, this is how I've seen it done. So I'm going to do it like that. No, you have to do it in your own way, whatever the hell it is. A legacy of love could be just leaving behind delicious recipes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like recipes, like your grand, my grandparents have done it. My mother's done it, you know, um, cooking their recipes as if I'm invoking them into my kitchen you know so it's just like that's leaving a legacy it could be as simple as just being you and then you're the future generations reflecting upon you and all the things that they've admired about you and carrying on that into the future yeah beautiful Yeah. Yeah. yeah so remembering our cell you know our cellular memory
0: gets handed down you know into the descendants so Everything yeah. you, everything. This is why I love shamanic work so much. Is that what, everything you do in the present moment actually changes the past and the future? That's it. It because
1: they don't exist. It's all in the now, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's December 11th, but that's this is also including what's going to happen when Venus goes retrograde on the 19th. So this is going to be a large theme for December and into 2022. And it's going to be a challenge for a lot of people because, you know, the shadow side of Capricorn is tradition, social structures, you know, everything that's been done before, and trying to carry on that old. Well, this is how we're supposed to be done, but here you're we're being asked to do everything in a new way for yes. the future generations,
0: which is frightening, but it's got to be done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And when she does go retrograde, it's funny, you mentioned frightening, because the moon is going to be in cancer, and that's our emotional body. And so we might be feeling unstable, unsure, like, oh, if I do this, what will happen? You know, a lot of fear might come up. But it's ultimately going to teach us how to take responsibility for our ego, how to soften the ego into our own light so that we can work together instead of separate, you know, because a lot of people are in torment over their ego and they don't realize that there's a way to calm that side of us and to soften it so that it will become in alignment with whatever it is our soul wants to do. And it brings up emotional habits and patterns that aren't serving us where you could be putting the blame. So-and-so made me feel this way. No, I chose to feel that way for whatever reason and understand why I chose it in the way that I did. Why did I react? You know, why did it trigger me or whatever? It's so Capricorn is taking responsibility for yourself, whereas Cancer is taking responsibility for your emotional body, for your emotional actions and habits. Intense work. Intense work. (laughs)
0: So what's Christmas gonna be like?
1: <laughs> oh God, you don't even want to know.
0: <laughs> my birthday's on Christmas Eve. Is that gonna be a good day? <laughs> oh God, Sarita. <laughs> oh dear, tell us what Christmas oh is God. Be
1: like. Okay, or is there anything? Right. Before, is there anything? That's, be- the end. Huh? that's that's at the end of my presentation. Oh okay, God,
0: okay, I'll wait for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so that was, so on the backdrop, we've got Venus retrograde and it's going to be intense because, you know, we got to pony up and own who we are and, and all our flaws own our virtues and also own our flaws. Right. And yeah. grant ourselves the luxury of being who we are. I yeah. got so many flaws, you know, like I'm very heated. I'm passionate. And I can just own it, you know, I'm just going to own it instead of shaming. You don't want to shame. You want to drop the shame Um, because December 18th, I forgot. So December 19th is Venus retrograde, but back it up right before that happens. We've got the full moon in Gemini. So right before Venus goes retrograde, the full moon is coming through and it's releasing us from this pressure that we've been feeling. So this, the total solar eclipse is going to give us this pressure you know, to really focus in. And then the full moon in Gemini is going to release us from the pressure. We're going to leave behind the past, leave behind those false truths, those lies that we've been teach, uh, telling ourselves, and we're going to liberate. We're going to get out of this little box that we've kept ourselves in for so long. So the full moon is gonna be about transcending personal limitations and defying all laws. That sounds great, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, and I can see this happening. I don't pay attention to mainstream news, but you know, to get into my email, you see these headlines sometimes, and I saw a headline and it made me think of the full moon. I said, oh, isn't that interesting? People are no longer listening to the government whereas two years ago we were listening to the government oh yeah I
0: think I think this Christmas a lot of people are going to step out of the box and just go no I'm not doing that anymore yeah I mean it's happening already I mean people are declaring it now they're declaring yeah. their intention to do that and probably that declaration and I'm seeing that declaration in the mainstream again you know yeah. when people send me stuff and so it's one thing to make a declaration it's quite another thing to actually do it And so probably what you're describing, if people are declaring now, is this pressure to actually do the thing that they're declaring that they're going to do to stop, you know, their self-limitation, basically. So that sounds really positive. That sounds great.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a rule breaker. When I saw this, I was like, yes, break all the rules.
0: We love breaking rules. We love creating our own. (laughs)
1: exactly and especially if you're like me which I think everybody who listens to this podcast like if you're listening if you're still listening to this forecast and it's December you're definitely somebody who lives on the edge like I love (laughs) to live on the edge you know the edge of what society deems as acceptable that's you know we're all like that so the full moon is letting us out of this cage, like permissioning ourselves to let us out of this dumb cage that we had ourselves in and return back to our primal wild woman, wild man, Amazonian selves, you know, like running with the wolves, you know, like totally like falls out, like going for it, which is going to be much needed for everyone who lives in. America because in February we're having our Pluto return. We're a very young country and so it's the first very very first Pluto return and that shit is going to make everything hit the fan. That's just gonna I poof, going I feel like to... I
0: can feel February. There's something huge going to happen in February. I can already
1: feel that February is going to be like the
0: Anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then for the world, we've got the moons, nodes switching. So they go from Sagittarius to Scorpio. In South February. Scorpio in February. Oh, wow. So okay, th- yeah. And then everything you know about Scorpio is about revealing secrets, revealing the wizard behind the curtain, right? So everything is going to be fully exposed. And yeah. then Taurus is going to give, North Nodon Taurus is going to give us the security to deal with all of these changes that are coming. But, you know, I feel like 2025 is the year that is going to end it all. This is just like the first episode, maybe in Star Wars, or maybe it's episode two, you know, where it's like the Jedi strikes back. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, we're still early in the journey. So that's the full moon. And then December 21st is the winter solstice.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: You had a bit of a bad look in your eye there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The wicked, the wicked coming out of me. Um, So this is an interesting solstice. Usually I find solstices are celebrations, but this is a shamanic. uh, This has got a shamanic underworld tone to it. More like you're going into the darkest night of the year, the darkest night of your soul going through the underworld confronting the chaos and destruction, and then rising out above it afterwards, you know? Um, that's what it feels I, like to me at the
0: moment. Like I'm just feeling this sort of energy of darkness and confusion and chaos. It's, it. it uh, yeah, I don't know, there's, it just feels, it feels very different, this energy that's coming at the moment. And it's quite, it's quite it, intense. You know, I think even if you've done your level of, you know, we all know that you heal one layer, then the next one comes up. And this feels like something really quite deep and dark and chaotic is floating around. I mean, I'm picking that up as well.
1: Yeah. And it's really tricky. You have to pay attention to your thoughts because a lot of people aren't having their own thoughts yet. They think they are.
0: It's heady. That's exactly. It's all about thoughts and mind control. And yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So the winter solstice is going to break us free from that. It's a breakdown of everything, a breakdown. Yeah. So when I saw, when I was um, asking for information about the winter solstice, I saw like decomposing material breaking down, like a compost pile breaking down. Yeah, yeah just breaking down into the earth and to be transformed into something um, like nutrients, you know, something to, to give us sustenance going into 2022. So it's not, you know, anything negative. It's just that I feel the winter solstice is going to be the final breakdown. So people start having emotional breakdowns, crying for no reason or feel rage. You know, I feel that's a very normal response because there's going to be four planets in Capricorn when this goes down and there's the emphasis on Venus. So it's you know it's going to be a culmination of everything of all this hard work that we're doing and it's the final push the final wow, push okay. before you pushed in, out into the world. <laughs>
0: I don't know why, but this is giving me... I'm just feeling quite excited about December. That sounds like it's going to be quite tricky.
1: (laughs) Anyway, I don't know.
0: Listening to you is making me feel really good. (laughs) Keep going.
1: Yeah, (laughs) probably because you're Capricorn. You love this energy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We love this energy. because Bring it on,
0: man. We can do
1: this. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's the wise elder energy, too, because if you know yourself... 2020, 2021 has all really, in my opinion, have has been about knowing yourself on a deep, intimate yeah. level. And a lot of people don't. A friend of mine um, brought to my attention, she said, you know, a lot of people don't do personal introspection. They don't go inside of themselves and try and understand why they do things. They don't have personal reflection. You know, that's something that is rare. It's not in the consensus state. They don't sit there and reflect because they like the victim mentality of everything's being done to me. It's all on the outside. It's not me. It's you. And, you know, and, so hopefully- it's,
0: and you know, in, 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 you know, it's very easy. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's easier to kind of, you know, keep yourself out there and not go, as we all know, you know, having gone through our million layers inside, which is still going through, it is easier. I don't know if it's easier in the long term, but yeah, I think you're right. I think many of us forget that, that lots of people don't do their inner work. They don't have their introspection and they don't face themselves honestly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for the winter solstice, the Capricorn energy is saying that we have to honor who we are and put up boundaries and maintain them, honor ourselves by holding our boundaries in place because the consensus state, you know, I'm not putting them down. It's just the the state of consciousness where they're at right now is that I don't mean this in a condescending way because I love toddlers. You know, they're like, that's my favorite stage of childhood are toddlers. And so the consensus state are like toddlers and that they can't see anything past their own wants and needs, right? It's all about them. And that's how the consensus state is. It's all about them. So as people who are in the individuated state who are learning to be individuals, we have to then figure out how we can make healthy boundaries and hold those we love around us accountable, you know? And so that's going to be hard. A lot of people. Yeah. That's,
0: that's really hard, hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's going to be a challenge, but you know what, do it. I I mean,
0: and it's such a challenge as well, because you're, you know, you're when you're talking about two people in two different consent two different states of being, I won't say consensus states, but two different states of being trying to have an authentic communication. It is, you know, and hold one another accountable for whatever is going on. You're actually almost asking for the impossible, because if you're looking at reality, you've got perspectives that are not aligning or matching. So really the only thing one can do in those situations is speak your truth, say your truth, you, you can't expect someone else to accept accountability. You can only expect yourself to accept your own accountability for something. And now you're back at the boundaries, basically.
1: It's interesting. Yeah. 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 So that's the solstice. And then we're <laughs> <laughs> so on time. So the last, the, the big bang of uh, December is the final Saturn uranus square of 2021 that's coming around again in the 2022 so this is not the last time we're seeing this but this right here saturn squaring uranus saturn and aquarius squaring uranus and taurus is going to bring up oh it's volatile it's like it's you so so native americans um culture um lightning medicine
0: yeah what date is that happening is that my birthday or is it before <laughs> yeah it worse. it's my birthday okay yay <laughs> okay i got no. my house full of people as well so that's gonna be interesting
1: <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Volatility. That's meditation. So to give a light to this, so I went back and I looked over the mythology of Saturn and Uranus, and I found it interesting. Saturn overthrew Uranus, right? Because Uranus was Saturn's father, and then Saturn himself ended up getting overthrown. So there's this dynamic of power going on. Where are we misplacing power? Who are we giving power to? where are we becoming um controlling attached? yeah you know <laughs> like positions of power yeah right yeah. hierarchies and all that stuff um and then this is also going to affect our nervous system and our bone structure and so we're really about to look at the life force of not just ourselves but the country that we live in this is going beyond our our own selves it's a volatile time it's going to see the volatile time for change that's going to be expressed in 2022 23 Uh, 24 25 so this is not just like just personal this is um this is something big coming through for the collective and it's a wake up shake up kind of a time um you know so it's like the seeds
0: are being sown on that date basically for the next three years
1: yeah, it's yeah. like a it's like the lightning of revolutionary change coming through. The yeah. lightning strike of revolutionary change. And you know, like if you ever heard lightning strike, I'm sure a lot of people have, that will get your attention and that can give you, you know, chills, it can excite you, it can scare you, it all depends on the person, but it really wakes you up. And you, we can't control where the lightning strikes, right? we can just surrender into the experience and sit back and watch it happen in and wonder. So, <laughs> yeah. in wonder, yeah. right. Some people will be scared, like wanting to retrieve inside their homes, but it's really time to listen to this energy. Uranus is, you know, the kind of energy. Um, it can be your best friend and sometimes it can feel like your enemy because you don't want to see the change for some reason because you're scared Taurus is about embracing change but at the same time it's fixed earth energy and I don't want to see the change don't show me the change you know I don't want to see it because then I don't know what's going to happen so this lightning strike is going to I feel initiate people into embracing change at least to kind of see it in an exciting way you know and we really don't know how it's going to express because it's Saturn and Aquarius. The shadow side is wanting to control, but with Uranus and Taurus there, there's absolutely no way that we can be controlled because Uranus will, you know, come back and squash Saturn again, you know, So that's why I went to the mythology of it's like, yes, Saturn got one over Uranus, but then Uranus is coming back and getting a one over on Saturn. It's squashing that suppressive energy and liberating us into our most empowered self. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, but Serena, (laughs) it's scary for a lot of people because it's going to bring up more attachments. And it could be, you know, I keep saying this, but I keep seeing it unfolding. People who are attached to their jobs, to their careers, to whatever situation. Like, well, I need to do this because I want this outcome instead of relying on their creative human um, insights to see a new creative solution.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so it's going to be scary for a lot of people because they're not used to that. Like me, I'm the type of person who's like, so okay, um a spiritual community I was a part of for eight years told me I can no longer come because I'm not vaccinated. I'm not fully vaccinated. And you know the kind of person I am? All right, fine, bye. <laughs> yeah, you'll never see me again. I'm done. You know, but a lot of people aren't like that. Yeah. So this is going to be really hard for them to walk away from stuff that they've grown emotionally attached to. They've gotten identity from it. They've got and, an- we're, and we're
0: back to the thing again is that most of us are all
1: outcasts.
0: <laughs> so we're like, good. <laughs> we're good with that. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, the thing is, I mean, what I've, one of the things I've always learned in my life is <clears throat> if something really scares me, do it. That's the thing. It's to me, it's well, I don't like jumping out of airplanes and stuff like that, you know, parachuting, whatever. But if something scares me, I tend to walk towards it because yeah. it's going to bring me um, a better outcome. That's what I've learned in my life, basically. And I think it's a good rule of thumb because when you're creating, which is what we're all having to do now, we're trying to create from something new. Yeah. You have to be on the edge of the precipice because, because otherwise you're created from the old. So you have to be slightly uncomfortable all of the time. Then you're creating yeah. creation mode. <clears throat> and yeah, it's, it's a good habit to get into being able to be slightly uncomfortable all of the time. Um, yeah. It's a wonderful so manifestation ho- tool,
1: basically. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, when we, we had, um, we had practice at it. And then, you know, next year, when the North Node goes into Taurus and the South Node in Scorpio, this is going to be a oh um, I I don't know, a training round. I don't, I don't know how to put it. If you couldn't deal with the changes in 2021, you're going to get a more intense round in 2022. If you can deal with change and just flow with it and adapt and see it for what it is, 2022 is going to be really fun. And exhilarating oh, cool. yeah, and exciting, yeah. yeah! I can't wait for it. But if you're somebody who doesn't embrace change, who's scared of jumping into the unknown, it's going to be a challenge because 2022, the it's going up to 11, right? know if you ever that's a spinal tap reference i love that movie it's like take it up to 10 it's like why take it up to 10 when we can take it up to 11 but the the amp doesn't go up to 11 but we're going to make it go up there and so external authorities old paradigm systems and structures are going to try and manipulate and confuse and trying to put people under a spell to fall for these things you know and it's important to rely on yourself for everything that you need. When the North node goes in Taurus, they're going to try and say, oh, we can give you this, we can give you that, but you just have to give us this in turn. And a lot of people are going to be tempted to do it. And then that's when they find out towards the end of the year, when it 18 months, when it leaves and goes into the next line, which is um, Aries, that they've just made a deal with the quote devil. That they just sold their soul to something that they had no idea what they were working with. No thanks. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, thanks, but no
1: thanks. (sighs) So, you know, on a positive Mm -hmm. note, December is going to be liberating and creative and give you the opportunity to seed a real change for yourself with this Aquarius energy Saturn will be in Aquarius 2022 Jupiter will be in Pisces and then Aries in 2022 so when Jupiter moves into Aries that heat's going to be on oh my god <laughs> the collective I think is going to lose their shit but then everybody else is going to become like empowered spiritual warriors to like carry this awesome torch <laughs> so it's going to be chaos But fun chaos.
0: Chaos It's gonna be fun, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's feeling a little dark
0: at the moment, but yeah,
1: we'll see. Yeah, it's all, and and, you know, um, just let's all remember: evolutionary astrology uh, teaches that with the Pluto, you know, it's all about our soul's evolutionary journey. It's the journey of the soul as and and, you know, in this world, it's the journey of the soul within the human chalice. And it's all about what we're going to do. A lot of us came down here to do something big. Some of us came down here just to hold light, you know, December is all about finding what it is you've come here to do. And then hopefully in 2022, you do it really well to, you know, however you want to express it that's
0: beautiful wonderful oh thank you so much amanda and wow so we've been doing this for 12 months that's amazing yeah. <laughs> in our own little cycle as well um, yeah thank you so much really um it's so helpful listening to you and it just kind of i feel like it sets me up and i you know obviously we get loads of comments and, and i really feel like it's helpful for everybody who hears it as well so again just thank you so much for always taking the time to share your insights with us and yeah. um yeah let's see let's see what happens this December. Um so thank you everyone for listening and um yeah special thanks to Amanda and we will see you again in January probably <laughs> if we're all still here. <laughs> Lots of love. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>